0: back for the halloween retrospective we are now into november we had hoped to do a halloween show and uh well here we are doing a halloween show Fuck i got,
1: I got the plague yeah that's why we couldn't do. well
0: that. the plague of activity which
1: well plague and the plague plague
0: put that too so okay tell us all about the plague.
1: oh the plague that i had yeah yeah you guys want to hear that
0: no the, I mean, you had a plague of activity
1: Oh, plague of activity Yes, Which? I had, a, I had a, a locus of activity Right you know. um, Well, first one I did I uh, had the honor to MC uh, A two-night, three-show stint Of the Rocky Horror Picture Show nice. At the Majestic Theater Yes, it is
0: majestic It is majestic In its own um, special way In,
1: in ye Olde, Corvallis, Oregon That was an hoot Over 850 people nice. I got to <sighs> MC to Sexually um, and Clearly, <laughs> I'm, an,
0: I'm an asshole for not having made it, but uh, we will move on from there.
1: Uh, and then, uh, followed up the following week was our tech week and opening night for just two show run of Wait for the Blackout, which was a live zombie play. Oh, yeah, heavenly. I got some blood and guts, guns and girls. And Tell us about that. The guts, the guts were good. I had the best death in the shoe. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, got knocked down by some zombies. Better than up. As you do. Yeah. yeah. You're better than up. And um, Sarah, the beautiful Sarah, um, who is prop mistress to the stars, uh, designed the gut pack for me, which is (laughs) I love that gut pack is a word. (laughs) Yeah, it's not not like a jet pack for your stomach. It's actually a a saran wrappy sort of plasticky thingy stuffed with uh, strawberry jello, strawberry jam, marshmallows linked together to look like intestines, and Twizzlers. And uh, the zombies, once I was knocked down, we had a tearaway shirt. They ripped open the shirt. They started tearing away at my guttural regions. Usually, and a
0: tearaway shirt, something sexier. And, <sighs> not this time. Oh, not this
1: time. No. no. Uh, well, for some. Sure, for some. That guy. A growing number. That one guy who listens. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that was fun. We had gunfire. We had blood effects, and uh, it was it was just super cool fun. So that's <laughs> where I was. Aside from being quite ill but in between that now i'm i'm kind of back to normal which is a relative term for me
0: as normal as you get
1: uh, right so no. what have you been doing what's going on
0: oh here? it's hard to say but in the in the vein of halloweenery we Is that
1: a, is that a, is that a word sure
0: yeah i've heard it coined we uh, we have <laughs> a couple of we have a couple of stories yes we do yes uh, would you would you like to go first
1: i, I think so i think so <clears throat> we don't have any creepy music do you have a theremin? Uh, handy. Uh,
0: you know uh, the
1: uh, thing? No. Negative. I okay.
0: Could give myself a handy. <laughs> Did you just say therapeutic?
1: Give myself a handy. Is that what you said?
0: No, I didn't say that. <laughs> That's bad form.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Depends on how you do it. Right. Anyway, um, yeah, the Halloween. The Halloween uh, got so busy, but. Um, I grew up, uh, actually, in a, a town called Chula Vista, California. Um, and it was a time... It sounds quite, like a
0: dessert. Doesn't it? Or a, or a, like a new Vista Taco that? Bell delight yes. from well, uh, actually, in, head chef.
1: In Espanol, it means like cute view. Oh. Or charming view, something like that. Um, and it was uh, kind of rural, really, when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it became slowly suburban and blah, blah, blah. Um, but when I was nine months old... I think it was nine months.
0: You were already bored.
1: I was already fucking bored, and (laughs) I hit the streets, man. Yeah. No, I um, called the border. Ended up on the front of the Union Tribune newspaper. Oh. Along with the rest of my family.
0: With a mouthful of blood and guts.
1: Because that's the play. Okay. Because our neighbor had uh, slaughtered his mother, father, sister, and brother. Oh. Yeah, and we were at the
0: time that was unusual. A little bit. Right.
1: And let's put it this way. Anytime time it should be unusual. clearly but yeah. now we accept whole different podcast okay sadly yeah um but anyway so um this gentleman uh they moved next door this is way before i was born this was in the 50s um they moved in next door to my parents house and so my brother and sister were alive uh, they were like you know preteen mm. kind of thing and uh raymond raymond getticky i can say his name cuz he's quite dead he's still dead sure as far as i know
0: no well, he started out that way uh,
1: yeah yeah um uh, he was a kind of kid who well let's put it this way his his mother was from England working class very working class poor England his father was from a um, very poor class uh, in the south south of uh, United States
0: oh yeah
1: so <clears throat> they were uh, very religious-y
0: mm-hmm.
1: very very religious-y okay uh, and she would dress him in like short pants and sandals in the 50s now that would have been acceptable in Britain for a boy
0: not California, as much. No. Oh,
1: so and, and the bathing wasn't regular. Yeah. Okay. So this more is more French gotta, than British. Either way you go, you got the bo. Mm. There's a hallmark card for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Patent pending. Um, so anyway, um, so he there had was things, some teasing involved. Yes, he had things against him. He had the the, the pant, short pants and the sandals. He was actually quite intelligent. Um, he had church kind of shoved down problem. his throat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shoved down his throat and unfortunately he always had to watch his little brother look out for his little brother all the time i hate that yeah so when all the kids were playing my brother and my sister and he and his sister and the little brother and then mother would shout you have to go look after monkey and so he'd have to stop monkey mark
0: on the funky Palm.
1: yeah um who landed monkey on his soon to be quite dead mm. oh come on that was oh, i landed that one but anyway <laughs> um so these are the things he had kind of against him. And he was actually very, very handsome. I saw his high school picture, and he was quite stunning. Mm. Blonde, really, ble- you know. Area. sort of. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. <coughs> um, and this is of, uh,
0: what you're of, what?
1: Let's see. By the time. Well, here's the weird thing, is that um, when my sister and all of them were growing up together, uh, our huge backyard we have, my sister had this great plan, and she was quite excited. She engineered a whole roadway. Oh, In her backfield, like you know, cleared the little paths and made the little roads and made the little stop signs and whatnot. <laughs> and Raymond came over, a little civil engineer, and knocked them all down. Fuck that guy! So she picked up a hammer and started chasing him with it.
0: Oh, now, had she done? Had she finished uh, her business? Uh, uh,
1: uh, there it is. Yeah. What if Hitler had been killed? Right. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. I found that kind of bizarre that you know, a mere four years later he decided to go. I know, I'll use a hammer. Um, and he did. Actually, he's rebar. Ooh. Yeah. Here's the thing. He um, was at church camp. Like you do. Right. Before you plan a murder. (laughs) And uh, it has that effect. Allegedly drove down about four in the morning from church camp back to Chula Vista to the house. Uh, Got in, uh, had rebar, um, and beat his dad in the head. Mother woke up. uh, He beat her. Mm. And then he went in the back room uh, and he hit, he he beat uh, Ellen so hard she flew behind the stereo unit. Oh.
0: This was his sister?
1: Yeah. And then Marky, who was eight, he uh, beat him up and cut his penis off and stuck it in his mouth.
0: There's something there. You think? Yeah. A little bit? Yeah. This was
1: 1964.
0: Was there evidence of abuse of some kind?
1: Uh, not that I know of, but back then you hid stuff. And I was nine months old. Wasn't that inquisitive. Yeah, why didn't you think of it? But, um. You could have done something. I I could have, goddammit, and I didn't. But anyway, so, um. Here we are, and he goes back, basically. This is all, in hindsight, we figure all this stuff out, but he goes to the mobile gas station, he changes shirts, he washes his hands, he goes back up to church camp, comes back the next morning. Mobile. Claims uh, robbery. A black
0: boy did it. Yes.
1: <laughs> he claimed uh, robbery. Because mm. he had made things askew in the house. Sure. And, and whatnot.
0: I like when they do that, where they pull the drawers open, and then they pull certain items out and drape them over the edge of the drawer to look very much Robbery-esque. Insect. Yeah, yes.
1: switch the clock. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that gave him away is that the dog was a very much a barking dog. Okay. Did not bark all night. Oh. This information was provided by our family.
0: And right? he did not rebar the dog? No. Okay. So
1: the dog did not bark all night, which yeah. the dog would, a drop of a hat. Bark. And your family. And were the, one, we're the nearest neighbors. Right. Right next door. And oh. here's the thing though 12 hours before he did it, he was in the driveway talking to my mom because my mom would listen to him. You know, my parents would, like, engage him in conversation. Right. Um, and and care for him, you know, like human beings do.
0: Was it one of those things where we need to help out this boy who's off by a bit? Mm-mm, or mm-mm. just,
1: neighbor kid, this
0: is how mm-hmm. it is for everybody. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. perfectly fine. Yeah. Okay.
1: Because um, they know he had a hard time. Sure. And so mom was very, you know, mom was mom. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember she told me about 12 hours before he did it, uh, we were in the front drive, our front driveway, and he was talking to mom, and he was enamored by me. He thought it was the best thing since sliced bread. When At I was, nine months. when I was born. Whoa. yeah had this
0: baby Jesus thing going on. I don't
1: know. He just thought, you know, this is so cool, you know, and, and I, I don't she know She came out of there? <laughs> yeah, right. But he was just really, I don't know why. I don't know why. Uh-huh. Um, so we were standing in the front driveway about 12 hours before he slaughtered his family, and I was in my little stroller bopping around and mm. talking to the murderer. And so all these things happened, and, and um, he was obviously arrested. Because yeah, sure. they found a micro dot of blood on his shirt, um, and the yeah. dog didn't bark. They did just, all
0: the CSI DNA shit that they used to do back then.
1: Yeah, they basically walked through the crime scene, tromping blood everywhere, and then hawked a loogie on the body. Yeah, that was what <laughs> they did. And uh, anyway, so it took him away, and at that point, he began writing my mom letters. He wrote her a letter from the holding cell, um, he wrote her a letter every week from prison. Wow. Um, how's dory i can't believe dory's reading at this grade level blah 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 dory to dory to dory uh, and then he became the prison librarian he was sentenced to death row mm. um and then <clears throat> i knew nothing he was of the this. brooks
0: hadlin of his day
1: yes i knew nothing of this until i was about 10 because they always referred to the house next door as the house versus the markham's place or the jones's place the house
0: and people continued to live there after yeah okay
1: oh yeah and uh, I got kind of pissy at dinner one night, and I insisted. I go, "Why do you keep calling it the house? It doesn't make any sense." We're gonna precocious. make you go live
0: at the house if you don't finish yeah, your broccoli. Yeah, right. I was yeah. a bit
1: precocious. Me and my corn, right? And I and I and they, my dad finally went, "All right." Yeah. I told
0: me the whole story. I was like, wow. at, "At ten, how appropriate?"
1: You know what? Right? But you know what? Are you, you going to do? I was precocious, right?
0: Right. Well, I put a stop to that.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. So a year later, Saturday. Mom's getting ready to go to the mall, as you do. Right. Get a phone call. Uh, she picks the phone. Hello. She goes, "Oh, hello, Raymond." Now, I have a cousin named Raymond, so I thought because Raymond's calling.
0: Or Raymond Burr.
1: Or Raymond Burr, mm-hmm. which would have been preferable. Sure. No, it was Raymond Gettley, the murderer. Oh, hey. Yeah. He, he had got a phone off. Call. He got off death row in a technicality. Y'all can Google this, by the way. Um, nice. And he decided to call her house and talk to my mom. Sure.
0: She's yeah. the one person who showed him some kindness yep. in a very tough time. Yep, yep. Flash I'd like forward. to come and see that baby Dory.
1: Yeah, who's now ten? Right we're now, eleven at this point. Uh, flash forward. Um, I think it's another Saturday. Uh, again, mom was at the store or something. Are you
0: a fan of Saturdays? These we're days? a big
1: Saturday family. Yeah. All the all the all the things happen on Saturdays. For it's, the listener, it's Saturday. It's fucking Saturday. I won't kill you though. I promise.
0: We're we're here alone.
1: <laughs> yes, we. I know. <laughs> I know. Hide all the knives. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so I'm playing out in the front and of the house and dad always said, you know, if somebody pulls up you don't know, come in the house, tell me somebody's here in the car you don't know. Like, okay. Right. So this car pulls up, don't know, and I go in the house, blah, blah, blah. And I'm waiting in the inter because we had two different porches, like a outdoor porch and we had like a car in we fancy? wet rooms, but it really wasn't, it was like an indoor porch, whatever. Um and I'm waiting there and my dad goes, Well, hello, Raymond. And I now know
0: When somebody says Raymond.
1: But ding 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 means some shit. So I made a beeline for my parents' room and just hid in there for a second. Now, here's Dad. Very strong man. Very logical man. Had a moment of panic, apparently, because he went, come out and meet, Dora, meet Raymond, Dory. What the fuck, Dad? <laughs> right? Come on! Yeah, so,
0: that reminds me of Caddyshack. My dad never liked you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah! Well, I go, cause what's he going to do, though? Raymond saw me in the front yard. Sure. Was he going to hide me? Nah. So, I, I go out in the living room, and he was obviously much taller than I am,
0: so Raymond, Raymond perpetrator again, the of the murderer four
1: murderer four murders, is out. Is out in my living room.
0: Okay. How long was he in?
1: Eleven years. Oh well, that's not bad. No. Good for Raymond. But there's a, keep on trucking. So you know, he took my hands and he and he said, "Gosh, you've grown up so much." And I just went, "You're Can tall." I have all my I had. hands back? Yeah. You're tall. That's all I could manifest. Okay. Right. So I've been touched by a murderer. Bing.
0: That's right. going to be
1: the name of the book I write about this, by the way. Touched, ah,
0: touched by murder. Yeah. So touched I went back in the
1: other room anyway, and just kind of waited. He stayed there for three hours and chatted with my dad like nothing had happened. He looked out the front window to the next house, where in which he killed all these people. And goes, oh, the tree's really grown. It's ah! the house, ah! right? And then he leaves. And my mom, my sister came back from the mall. Is this is all Chula Vista. Oh yeah. Okay. And uh, when there
0: was now, I'm guessing Chula Vista now is probably urban sprawl huge, and all that huge. bullshit. It's so, giant. Right. Right. Not. So the, the space that you're speaking of, would, would it still be anywhere near what it once was? The house, you mean? Yeah. It's still there. And there's still space? And, yeah. And it's still there.
1: Well, I mean, there's houses around it. I mean, that's where our house was. But that house is still there. Oh. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I wonder if they have any idea. we you know, it was weird, though, when I was little, because uh, Neva, this gal who was about five years older than me, I used to go over her house kind of hang out, you know, when they moved in there. Right. And I always felt weird in this one room. And I never do why. Ring-a-ding-ding. And then, Could okay. Could be why. Yeah. So, anyway, visit over. Christmas time of that same year, guess who shows up?
0: Uh, Charles. I'll give you,
1: it's not Goldie Hawn. Okay,
0: okay. never mind then.
1: It was Raymond Gettig. Oh, hey. Yeah, Christmas murder on ice, okay? So he comes back again. My sister's home at this point. My sister was traumatized because she was friends with Ellen, Raymond's sister. Right. And, in fact, she ran over and got um, a, a piece of jewelry, a Spanish club pin, that had fallen out of Ellen's effects when they were taking him out of the house. My sister ran over and grabbed it. She still has it. Right. Yeah. So she stayed in her room. Fuck that. She didn't come out. She's like, nope, nope, not gonna happen. Yeah.
0: Well, and she's at a different age than you were at this whole thing. So this was of all course. probably was very, super fresh with. She was all his of age this. when this happened. Yeah. She
1: was probably nineteen. He was eighteen.
0: Your understanding at the time was it one of, okay, this? Did you have a very clear understanding of what happened, or was? Oh, it, I had
1: a very clear understanding of what happened. Okay. One hundred percent clear of what happened. Wow. So he's back at Christmas, right? God rest you, very gentleman, right there in my living room. He leaves again, um, and the big story was okay. He was rehabilitated, you know, prisoner does nothing. Nothing to worry about. Yeah, Perfectly they did a whole fine. big spread of him in the Union Tribune, where this he was is like, 70, uh, 76. 70. Oh shit! By then they had it all figured I think. out. No, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know he was living with. Now the, it was a
0: bicentennial for Christ's sake. Who couldn't yeah, have, have done anything mate, wrong, right? Yeah.
1: Red, red, white, and murder. Oh, there's hey. a there's a, another title. <laughs> <laughs> Colombo episode. <laughs> red, White and Murder. <laughs> anyway, so. um, buh, 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 buh. Oh,
0: Music by Elmer Bernstein.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Isn't always music by Elmer Bernstein? <laughs> I think so. I want Elmer Bernstein to do my funereal march. But anyway, um, up. so time flies by and they do this big story about his re- and he's living with a retired uh, uh, they used to call it, well, prison guard. They used to call them prison guards. Now they're like corrections officer, officer yeah. whatever same smell yep um have a good union yeah and he was retired and he was in there when when raymond was in there he became friends so they took him in when he retired oh uh, old gentleman retired and he and his wife and they lived there fine and then the gentleman passed away of natural causes he had a heart attack as far as anyone deal. knows you know it really was it was fine um and so he was just living there with the, the gal the older lady and uh she went missing oh that happens. And funny enough, they found her a couple cities away with a uh, big, giant gashes in her head. Uh, he, she had been bludgeoned to death. Well, yeah,
0: but people bludgeon themselves. Yeah, but here's
1: the, here's a the catch. Ready? Raymond wasn't there. He had left. Where? Now, why well, to put that together? <laughs> so
0: once a bludgeoner, always oh, a, bludgeoner a bludgeoner. With you? Is that yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And so he is officially on the run at this point. I believe it bleeds into 1977, 76, uh, And we get a phone call from the FBI that Raymond Gedeke was using our last name as an alias living in Oregon.
0: Oh, hey. And now you live in Oregon yeah, under, your, come on, under I'm, your last name.
1: I'm chasing the dream. I'm chasing the dream.
0: <laughs> yeah, the dragon.
1: So they got, yeah, they got him again, put him away again, got out five years later. And he was in Oregon? Well, they extradited him to California because that's where the crime happened. Right, right. Uh, got out again after five years. Came back and visited again. Well, that's nice. Super fun. Yeah. Um, it's... Two times subsequent after that, I believe. And so this basically, you have to keep in mind, this has been in my psyche from nine months old through my college years at San Diego State. Wow. Back intermittent visits. Intermittent and visits. And now and you every live week. in Oregon. I live in Oregon now, yeah. That's a little weird. But every week he'd write my mom those letters. And we have them somewhere. My brother did a, he, he taught uh, sociology and did a whole unit on this.
0: Oh. Yeah. Um, this is Gary board. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Moving on. Anyway. So, uh, it was, yeah. so uh, when my parents left the property, they sold the property to my brother. I stayed in the uh, cabin behind our place. And I stayed behind in Chula Vista when they moved to Arizona. So at any given time I was coming home, I thought, what if Ray Magedici just shows up at the porch? Sure. He doesn't know. Quite likely. Yeah. The That's porch the, of the
0: house that you grew up in that well, is not front, the Corbett cor- cabin that you live in.
1: Correct. But it was right behind me. And you got to go in the front. So anyway.
0: Tangent. Was the cabin you live in any bigger than the house you live in now?
1: Barely. Okay. Barely. Okay. Um, but anyway, so that was kind of haunting me. And he finally passed away uh, of HIV of AIDS. Um, Blood transfusion? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> he and, and it turned out, though, that that he was uh, a suppressed homosexual uh of course, that time was super religion. Sure. But the whole thing about living with this specter over my head, theoretically, mm. from nine months until San Diego State. Yeah. In and out of the lives, using our last name, the letters to mom, the prisons, the out-of-prison, the this, the that, constantly coming back to home base, if you will, which is yeah. us. So it was a very... Um, you became
0: a surrogate family.
1: <sighs> yeah. I don't want to take on the... And, and the thing is, I guess Do you he... think he
0: saw you as a little sister or as a daughter? I don't know. Yeah.
1: I don't know he was fascinated by me, though, because he wasn't, um, well, no, see, he was around when Ellen was born. Of course, he was only probably about two when Ellen was born. But um, I don't know. He was always interested in my reading levels and how good I was doing in school and what I was doing, and I don't know.
0: And he died in what year?
1: Mm. That's an incredibly interesting question. Uh, 90... Ooh, 95? Yeah. Maybe? Just of...
0: Naturalish causes somewhere. Oh, the AIDS. Oh, well, the AIDS. Yeah. Oh, of, of the AIDS. Yeah.
1: Um. So yeah, when that happened, I was actually kind of relieved. Part of me went, Whew, because you never know when he was going to come back. Sure. And I'd never been alone with him. Good. My dad had always been there. So, uh, uh, and the last time he showed up, he actually had the audacity to go to his twenty-year high school reunion. Reunion. Which so
0: was probably better than my twenty-fifth.
1: <laughs> probably. <laughs> But that's I mean, that's balls, my friend. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to kill my family and another chick. Can I show up to your gig? Would that be... <laughs> what, Right? And in fact, rumor had it, he was living with his ex-girlfriend from the high, from the time of the murder. Oh. Who we think had something to do with it, to be honest, but they couldn't really? prove it. Helped, planned it, but we couldn't prove it. Like we. Like, you know, like yeah, Will yeah. McLeod. But you I mean, would. you know, like it, San Diego couldn't <laughs> prove it. Heart to heart. Yeah, heart to heart. Um... And anyway, so with her husband and her and he would babysit their children.
0: <clears throat> so not not into the children as, as much as the adults. I don't know what's going on. When you get into the mind of a person who does something like that, it makes mm-hmm. you wonder. So has someone at that point made the determination for whatever reason that this person deserves this? Mm-hmm. And by my doing it, I am cleansing the... Uh, well, the
1: theory was that he... This is not at all funny. I mean, this is like... If you fuckers turned in for comedy... This is Halloween. You're SOL. Right. Okay? Um, and, and there's so many details. I mean, it was a, long, a lengthy trial. And, and, and the letter... I wish I could get a hold of the letter that he wrote from the holding cell. But it's, it's well, some and, microfiche And the rest somewhere. of the letter...
0: The rest of the letter... Does your, does your brother have them? I
1: think so. I think oh, he has all the clipping. Those paper clippings. Just, and, just drop a little email. And it was funny. It was weird because, like, on the... I don't know. I was 15. On the anniversary of the death... Channel 10 came to our house and interviewed my mom. It was like that big of a deal.
0: Wow. Right? So they knew that she was the touchstone.
1: She was also a, a witness. Ooh, she had to testify.
0: For the prosecution.
1: <laughs> Don't bring that up. <laughs> um, she, had, she had to testify, a character witness, or just a general witness. And she also... Here's the, the weird thing. The? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't mean to use that particular article. Um, the family families were fighting so much over uh, possessions you know the, the remaining family members on both sides As that they, they just kind of let the house go to shit yeah. with you know blood on the walls because they didn't really have services then Sure. to clean that stuff so my mom goes over and starts cleaning it wow
0: did she get she said, it ship shape
1: I, I just remember that was the comment was that she, mom, mom? your mom went over and helped clean up
0: Dad's, That's fucking balls, dad says but, from the yeah from boy. the bowels of the
1: <laughs> cellar hiding behind it. Um, and the weird thing was it was such an anomaly at the time. Uh, there was literally a parade of cars lined up to stop and look at the house. Yes, I've heard the of day that. After it happened. it actually
0: turns the site into a museum of sorts.
1: Right. And the weirdest thing, my mom was so taken aback because his father brought his two-year-old up to the window to look in the day after it happened and all the, gr- all the grisly stuff.
0: Mm. Uh, 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 Where's that kid now?
1: Is that Quentin. I have no idea. But just the, 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 the carnival aspect of the whole thing and, and the, the media. We think media is bad now. I mean, it was...
0: It's always been. Boop,
1: boop, boop, boop. We're in our house for yeah. days. I'm going you know, to clown college. Right. <laughs> for days. And, and and then, of course, subsequent years.
0: And this was all when you were infant? And, when I was nine and, months. And then and years um, beyond. Right. At, at anniversaries and reminders. Right.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: See, now, my own experience is uh, is a little bit interesting in the same regard that uh, I think we're all familiar with the Green River Killer, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So Carly and I lived in Seattle uh, some years after we were married. It was ninety seven. We moved there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had been working for Les Schwab Tires, which is a big thing here in the Northwest. The rest of you have no idea what that is, but it's a, a big tire company and uh, all family like and all that shit. So we moved to uh, Kent, Des Moines area, which is south of Seattle. And I, at one point, was biking to work and uh, putting tires on cars and having generally a decent yet dirty-handed time. (laughs) So uh, years later, we find out that the Green River River Killer has been apprehended, only to find out that the tire store that I worked at was mm, 1,200 feet from his house.
1: What? when he was
0: busted yes and i had gone on service calls to kenworth trucking which was right there in renton very slightly north of where we were and kenworth northwest uh so i go there to do whatever i was doing with truck tires mm-hmm. and this guy gary now i'm not 100 sure it was the same guy but for the sake of the story it's great that it was mm-hmm. this guy gary was there to kind of help direct me to where i needed to be uh-huh. he I do recall that he wore uh, coveralls and that, <laughs> blue velvet coveralls, and and he taped up his cuffs, uh, handcuffs and and foot cuffs, uh, apparently he worked in the body shop. Well, to find out years later that Gary Condit, not Condit, that was the uh, senator, uh, Gary, whatever the fuck his name was, yeah. he was known as Green River Gary because everybody was a little scared of him, and it turns uh, out he's the Green River Killer. What? So it may have been the same guy, uh, may not have been. Was but he creepy? Uh, I do recall feeling the need to return tools I borrowed, but I okay. generally feel that need no matter what. But, <laughs> so I would bike past, pretty much past oh this guy's house on the way to work at the tire store at God knows what hour. In this weird kind of, I mean, compared to now my life now, a very industrial. Uh mm. prostitute ridden kind of the mean streets. Yeah. yeah, exactly. The mean streets of South Seattle there. <laughs> and may have had some contact with Mr. Oh, GRC. That's or a lame G-R-K. claim to fame. Yeah, exactly. Fame. Lame claim to fame. But uh a- as we are here in the hallo- Halloween retrospective, I do have another quick story yes, of please. our our encounter with a ghost. Mrs. Electric and I we're staying last summer, July-ish, at the McMinneman's Grand Lodge in Forest Grove, Oregon, which is a very cool old building that was once a Masonic Lodge, which also housed an orphanage. And we were kind of looking at the history of the place, and uh, there was, at one point, orphans, as mm-hmm. you often have in orphanages, mm-hmm. <laughs> that turned out later they didn't quite get along with the elders of the clan and they want the, and they moved on after a few years but we were it was hotter than fuck man. god damn it, it was so hot <laughs> so we had scored the last room so we were there for a microcar show as as listeners know uh listener we, we listen, as that listener knows we re- restored a very small uh 90, early 1970s honda that's teeny tiny and we we go to microcar shows because we're that kind of geek and this was a show at this place with lots of little teeny cars. So we were there. And the the room that we scored in the, the pack of rooms was the very last one available. It was in the basement. We thought at the time, okay, great. We've got the last room. There's a quote unquote single bed. <laughs> and we might be stuck either not sleeping together or finding a way to make it work. So I go up Friday night it is hotter than two dogs fucking, and we get there, and so so Mrs. Electric comes the next day, but I showed up that night, and the little car is air-cooled, two-cylinder air-cooled Honda car. Look it up if you're interested. So with that, it's like 96 degrees at seven o'clock at night, and little air-cooled cars don't quite like the heat, so I I, par- I fairly ping my way up there. Uh, it was a fun ride, but car's not loving it hotter than hell so the next night she shows up uh sweetie comes to stay the night with me and it turns out that the bed in the room is not just a tiny little cot that we can both sleep on it and that we do so saturday night about 1 a.m uh sweetie wakes up and it's hotter than hell she's kicking off the blankets and all and that sort of thing and she notices that at the lower corner of the bed on my side is standing a little girl as you do. As you do. In our room, which was a nothing like room with a sink. And <laughs> that's what you got. I'm, uh, thank Christ, sleeping <laughs> through this. She notices little girl, and her first thought is, oh my God, somebody's seen me naked. Because <laughs> as she likes to tell people when she recounts the story that she was sleeping naked because it was hot. But truth be told, we sleep naked all the time. Come on. So she's kind of covering herself and wondering what's going on. And. Uh, Then again, of course, occurs to her, why is there a little girl in my room? This is kind of scary. And then little girl moves toward the head of the bed, my side, where the nightstand is, and she vanishes as she's moving. And we're like, oh, my, okay. So, well, amazingly, she's able to convince herself to not wake me up, which was probably (laughs) a good move on her part. And she tells me when we wake up in the morning, I was like, oh wow okay so she she tells me a story naturally chills weirdness i'm um, like oh shit did you pee a little a little yeah. you know and just enough to absorb in the sheets so then we get up and there's a restaurant upstairs obviously we're in the basement restaurant main floor so we go up to the main floor we go we get seated we're ready for breakfast and the waitress comes over and goes oh i thought there was three of you she <gasps> brought three waitress three three glasses of water and three three menus and we go uh no but now that you mention it we had a little incident last night and she's like, Oh, don't even tell me that you're freaking my shit out. I don't even want to hear it. Well, she goes to the front desk and gets the book. Yeah. There is a book that people have written their ghost stories in. And this whole time, you know, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, this, this has happened. And clearly she saw something, but I'm not, I'm not at all that she didn't cause shit happens, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, you never know what's going on. Right. Well, I continue to eat my breakfast. I'm eating. I'm reading the paper. Everything's great. We're having a nice little time. And like second to the last page of all of these stories, and these stories range from I felt something or I mm-hmm. smelled something mm-hmm. to I saw an old man chasing a young girl downstairs. You know, okay. The very last one is I woke up at 1 a.m. to a little girl standing in my room, the same fucking room.
1: Stop it.
0: This is a big hotel. There's probably 60 or 70 rooms.
1: Right, right. I've been there.
0: And we are staying in the very room that this person saw, a little girl, same room, are you fucking shitting me? There is no way that there could have been any parallel there. No. She could not have known that story existed and it didn't get into her psyche and she had a dream. This fucking happened. Okay.
1: So, okay. Okay, so here's the thing. All right. First of all, I need more alcohol after okay. all this shit. Yeah, Second of yeah, yeah. all, we need to broadcast from that room. There's an idea. Come
0: on. What I'll do is take the uh, Yawn uh, portable recorder uh? because we are going back uh? weekend after next.
1: Uh?
0: Yeah, we had we had okay. been planning. We and that, that's the weird thing. So the people who wrote the po- the the post here we are in in fucking Facebook land. The people who wrote the entry. <laughs> like. in Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> To the, uh, the, the the ghost book, if you will. I'm almost thinking maybe they're the ones, but we looked into going back Halloween. <laughs> Halloween Saturday night. We thought, hey, let's oh, go God. stay Halloween and see if this happens again. And lo and behold, the Leonard whatever the fuck room that has... No reason for anybody to be booked there, because it's a nothing room, mm-hmm. was booked Halloween.
1: Somebody knows it. I, Somebody's been there I and think,
0: the I think so. So, we are actually booked <gasps> next weekend, or the weekend after next was uh, November 21st. We are going back to that room to see what okay. happens.
1: Your shit has to text me, because I'm going to be in the Arizona.
0: Oh, are you?
1: Yeah. Going to see the family? Different podcast. Going to see mom? Yeah. yeah.
0: That's right. Yeah.
1: Um... <laughs> <laughs> But, yep, but, yeah, so you got to text my shit.
0: Well, are you driving your car all the way down there?
1: F no. Fuck that. I'm going to fly. Good. No, the listener doesn't care about this, though. Yeah, yeah. But suffice it to say, though, you better get some shit, and you better get some camera action.
0: Yeah, well. Oh, few a few nights ago. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Wake up in the middle of the night to. <gasps>
1: what the fuck? Yeah, what that's what I that? thought. Who was that? Carly. Do, what?
0: She had, was having a dream. Now we, uh, for a time, lived in a really creepy, fucking, genuinely haunted. Although I never saw any evidence of it, house in Nevada.
1: Well, okay, I can't. Old Gold, Gold the Rush. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Gold yeah. Rush
0: uh, house in Nevada. Right. And she was having a dream that there were a, a man and a young person. I, I quizzed her on whether or not it was a young girl in a blue in a in a flower dress, which it was not, but a, a, a child and a and a man stealing from this house and she screamed not scream uh, when I hear the word scream I think like child ch- children on the playground scream which is a uh, which is a, a Jamie Lurie Jamie Lurie uh, scream uh, shrieking it was, it was a yell uh, uh, yeah. at nearly top volume while sleeping now you had to have <laughs> I freaked out. it was well it was weird because I was very asleep very out of it and it was weird but some it's been years now but some time ago I woke up to her going Hmm. Hmm.
1: No! are you serious that
0: scared the fuck out of me
1: <laughs> okay we're not having a slumber party here then no that, yeah that's i scratched that off my fucking yeah, list right that's there just not gonna happen
0: Except, so if she Forget does this it. screaming thing while we're sleeping at the actual haunted room that we're going to
1: you're going to, you will actually. I may hey, die. Yeah, I may just, you may, just,
0: you may re- have to worry about cremation. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah.
1: So no text then. Right. Uh, oh, no text fuck. That. Oh my God. Yeah. My yeah my chills. used to do that shit. She'd well, and just the description, the, the, the
0: description of what she was even dreaming was like chills and weirdness afterwards. So. <sighs>
1: God damn it. Fuck. So you got to get some hardcore evidence. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well. You had a little EVP section. It wouldn't. It, session?
0: Even just my own experience would be something, but I was right there. Me, this, this ghost was standing on top of my underwear that was stand, laying on the floor. Mm. yeah i, I don't maybe, maybe that doesn't do with it I don't, I don't think so so but uh before we close this uh this episode there was one uh weird morbid halloweenery thought that i had Ooh. might be even too serious mm. the crematorium mm. that most of us you dear listener will most likely take a ride in exists at this moment
1: wait say that again
0: the crematorium yeah that will most likely melt and burn your body. Okay, is here right now. It's in operation. People, many people have gone through it, and our turn is coming.
1: You're super gross.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and that's the tangent lounge. <laughs> I am Gary. I'm I'm appalled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs>